I do appreciate her. Y'all give the, the girls, we had so many. Y'all give them a hand. Throughout the week, we would have lots and lots of youth leading us in worship, and it, it was a, really the same group each time, but lots of them, high energy, high, high, high energy. Uh, VBS, just a glimpse. We got to see just a glimpse of God's glory this past week. Um, we entered in, you know, last week we started with the crazy hair and we played. And, and actually that last song, they did a, um, they would also use that as a time. That was offering as well. They would have the girls' buckets and the boys' buckets up here and offering would come. And this past week, as of, as of right now, and really this is not completely updated uh, because more money had came in online, but as of right now, we have raised 10,000, well, 3,606 Bibles, $10,820 to buy Bibles in Ecuador. So that is absolutely amazing, 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 amazing. And, and here's the deal. If you want to give, then let the Holy Spirit lead you. Um, this, anytime you do an offering, anytime this is, of, of course, above and beyond your tithe, this is just given to God. But 3,606 Bibles as of this morning, um, and that's not, I'm pretty sure that's not a total. People have gone out, you can go in the Shelby app, and you can give online, you can give, and just, there's a pull-down box that a lot of people have been given, and we haven't, we haven't checked at 10,820 as of right now. That is good. God is so so good. We were able to have Cotty up on the screen. We talked to her back in missions. We talked to her uh, this past Thursday night, gave her an update of where we were at the time. And I think at the time we were at like, what, 8,000 or so. And actually, as I was about to call out the number, somebody ran up and handed me another check. It went up even more. So I appreciate God is, God is, that's how God works. That is how God works. That is what he does. When we do get out of his way, when we allow the Spirit of God to come and take over, um, they said, with all the kids and different ones, and I'm going to use the big number that I heard, they said there was like 560 people in this sanctuary uh, this past Thursday night for closing rally for family, for family night. That is unbelievable. And we were able to go out and play and have fun, and you saw some of the pictures and the pictures were rolling before god is good that's that's what we do and, and some people say well it's a lot of cutting up it's a lot of carrying on well, paul said he became all things to all people to reach some and over the week we we saw we saw we had young people come to know christ i was back in the missions area and Here's the way I look at it. I know Vacation Bible School in a lot of areas, you share the gospel on Wednesday night. But I've always been one to look at it as, hey, we may, we may see that kid only on Monday. Or we may only see that kid on Tuesday or Sunday or something. So why not tell them every time you get in front of young people, every time you get in front of people, you may never see them again. So we, I started sharing, I guess, on was it Monday night? I started really sharing. We talked about Bibles on Monday and on Tuesday. On, on Sunday, but on Monday and Tuesday, shared the gospel, and we had so many, so many, and they continued to call throughout the night, and even with our young people, like our K, first grade, second grade, I was very sensitive, that is a young age, just very, very sensitive with those, and had parents emailing, texting, and calling the next day, look, my seven-year-old, she is convinced. She knows Jesus is Savior. I mean, she is, she is not going to be talked out of this, so... I, that's what God does. That's 
how God works. When his people, we said it last week, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray. And many of you prayed. Many of you, most of you, most all of you were here. Most all of you were here. We had 261, I believe, registered kids for VBS. We had, we sat in the office and counted up about 170-something of you whether that's working in the kitchen, in the, in the music, in the, in the snacks, in the back, snack crew, food crew was amazing this year. Uh, children, just, I don't want to name them all because I'll miss somebody, but all, all the different spots, all the different places, it was just a God time. It was, we got to see a glimpse, just a glimpse of God's goodness. I say it all the time that God is just getting started. I was laying in the bed last night getting really silly, and I had to get my phone out and, and try to figure it out. A light year, a light year is 5.88 trillion miles. Light year, that's how they, when you start looking out in space, when you start looking out in, in far, far out there kind of stuff, a light year is how far does light travel in one year? So if you shoot a beam, if you shoot a light and it starts going, it'll, it'll travel 5.88 trillion miles in one year. The known universe is some 93 billion, so I couldn't get anything. It started pulling out E's and all these odd numbers because I said, I said 5.88 trillion miles times 93 billion and it's out some crazy number, but here's the deal, and this is what I was trying to wrap my mind around. I was trying to say, I was like, Lord, how big? What is that? What did we just see? How big of a glimpse did we just see? And God started showing me the universe and how big and vast, and imagine, and I started to bring a lighter up here this morning. I mean, imagine, imagine all of the universe, all 5.88 trillion times 93 billion, and you take all of that big area massive big area that we've been able to see with Hubble Space Telescopes and all that other stuff. And then you got a spark. That lighter. Imagine me doing a lighter. Imagine the whole universe ablaze. And we just saw a spark. And you say, what do you mean? Well, if you were to light 5.88 trillion miles worth of space times 93 billion miles worth of space, and you were to light it on fire, and you were to have that massive fire burning. What we just saw was a, was a flicker. And you're like, I don't get it. Guys, God is big. God is, God is, God is sovereign. He's huge. He's the universe is held in his hand, the stars, he calls them by name, and he's lost absolutely nothing. I've had people tell me in the past, but he don't have time for that. <laughs> he's God. He's outside of time, space, and matter, and every so often he lets us see a flicker. Every so often he comes and he, and he visits us. He, he rests upon us. This past week, we were, we were literally, all of us, we would come in and we would be in awe at what God did. Standing at the front door and the families would just roll in. And the kids would roll in and just, uh, it's like ran and did not grow weary. You just continue to run and God was so good. I thought about, I thought about, there were so many things. I was watching the prayer warriors as they were circling the building this past week. Many came out and prayed around the building just constantly. 
prayed through the building. I thought of the walls of Jericho. I did. I sat up there and I walked by and I'd look out the window and I'd see one go by and I had an opportunity to walk a few laps myself. And I thought about the walls of Jericho, how that was standing in their way and how they were, God, God walked them around that and, and, and the whole walls fell down and God did amazing things. God did amazing things. Satan was nowhere to be found this week. He could not come. He could not touch this place. He could not come in here because the Spirit of God was so heavy on this place. The Spirit of God was moving and, and hearts. The kids, they didn't want to go home. They, did not, they, they, they wanted to stay and stay and stay. I thought about the, as, as all the guys in the, in the kitchen, as they fed them, we, we, we'd run out of food, kind of, sort of, but we'd feed them in another spot because what the back room didn't have enough food for, we'd feed them in the snack room. And I thought about Jesus and the feeding of the 5,000. And the disciples came to him and said, Jesus, we need to send them back into town so that they could go and they could buy their own food. And Jesus says, no, you feed them. And that's what we did. God used. God blessed. We got to see God show out. We got to see God work and move in a mighty way. And here's the deal. You guys, last week, we prayed. My people who are called by my name, but humble themselves and pray. And at the end of the service, I said, pray, pray big prayers. Pray prayers outside of the box. There's not one of you in here probably thought God was going to do what he was about to do. We limit God. We put him in a box. We say, well, we've never seen this before, so he can't do it. Well, God can do anything. Imagine, imagine that spark compared to the universe ablaze, the universe on fire, and there is a blaze of God. There's a blaze. We just see a, a spark. That is, that's what we saw, and He's capable of all so much more. God is capable of doing so much more. I did something last night. I went back and I watched my call weekend sermon. Casey had sent it to me months ago. It's not out there online, but um, I watched it. And I stood right up here. I think it was nine and a half, September the 13th, 2020. I stood right here. I wasn't your pastor at the time. I was being, y'all were voting that day. And I preached about what is your story. And I, I heard myself over and over and over say, can you imagine what God could do? Can you imagine what God could do? Guys, we are seeing God do Right here at Chapel Hill Baptist Church, it has nothing to do with anybody in this room. It has to do with what God is doing in the spirit of Him and us just really being sensitive. And really, the guys, they were, they were low-key this morning. They were excited. And, and you know, here's the deal. We say, yeah, but that's vacation Bible school. You've got to jump around and act silly and act, act crazy. David, King David, danced naked in front of the, the, the parade. I mean, he was excited in front of the Lord. When do we outgrow being excited in front of the Lord? When do we, we outgrow allowing the Spirit of God to use us in such a way that it doesn't matter what those around us think about us? I want us to go to a verse. Go with me over to Ephesians. This is the verse I used on call weekend. Ephesians chapter 20 and 21. Chapter 3, verse 20 and 21. Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. Guys, we talked about your story that morning. We talked about some of you, some of you, listen, some of you missed this week. I love you or I wouldn't told you that. 
We sat in the room and we counted and we talked about every person that worked in snacks and in food and every person that prayer walked the building and every person we saw and we clamored and I even said, hey, well, let's be ministerially speaking and we got to 170. And there's far more than 170 in this church. And you sit there and you saw Facebook pictures. Don't do it justice. You see the reports. Don't do it justice. In this room, there are those who, in this room, there are those who are, and we'll be honest, I'm going to go back to that night, morning. There are Jonah's in this room running from God, afraid of what he may do. Afraid of what he may change. There are Moseses in this very room. Other than just the few with the last name. There are Moseses that the Spirit of God has been so clear in your heart. And has said, hey, you, I want you. And we've given excuse after excuse after excuse after excuse. I can't talk. I can't lead. I can't serve. I can't be. Who in the world are they going to say that I am? There are so many but guys, here's the deal. If you're a Christian, don't miss what God is trying to do in your life. This was not for a bunch of kids to run around. This was not for the staff to just get silly for a week. No, this was an opportunity, and this is has been an opportunity for us to shine, for allow the Spirit of God to come in and through me. When you stand in front of 70 or 80 kindergarten through second graders and they're hanging on literally every word in total silence the heaviness of knowing those little ones souls are are hanging in my words those words you can't just say hey come sign this card hey you want to get out of hell you want to not get around a, a devil in a pitchfork then repeat this prayer guys you don't do silly stuff like that there's a huge responsibility that you and I carry as heralds of the Gospels, as messengers of the good news. It is not to be taken lightly. It is a huge honor and a huge, huge responsibility that we have. We represent that God who, whose time, space, all of that stuff, He doesn't care about all that. He can step in it and step out of it. He is God. He holds it all as big and as vast and beyond all comprehension. He is not, he's not moved. He does not change. He does not change. I stood here. This week is the kind of weeks I'm telling you about. A lot of folks come up to me, wow, I'm just blown away. And I'm like, that's just God. That's the process. That's what he does. When you allow the Spirit of God to come and take over you, when you deny yourself and you allow God to do, now to him, verse 20, now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all we ask or think. I don't think any of you sat there last week and said, hey, Lord, save 40-something kids. Hey, Lord, bring, bring hundreds and hundreds of people in this room. Guys, if there's any church that should, if there's any church that should allow God to get out of the box, it should be this one. 
If there's any church that should allow God to take the walls that we have created and we've put around him and the limitations and the, yeah, well, I've seen him do this, but that's about all he can do. Guys, there ain't no telling what God is about to do. There's no telling. And you say, you say, what do you mean about to do? That's my point. He's always, he's always just getting started. He's an infinite God. I thought about me. We, we went out to eat. I don't know where I was. I thought about this, this this week. We were sitting there, and I'm thinking about my mama died, and she missed this. And you've got family members, and they've missed this, and they've missed all this stuff, and life continues to go and continues to go. It's, it's continuing. Think about it. Fads are coming and, and new shoes are coming and, and new ball games and seasons are coming and Alabama's about to take back off for you guys again. It's a coming. And there's so many missing all that because they are gone. They're dead. They're literally dead. And we're here. And we occasionally think about them. Some of us think about them all the time. And some of us, it's like we, we get busy and we don't think about them nearly as often and all that. And then before long, we just like, it just keeps going. Until he comes back and gets us, it just keeps going. What do you want to do with the rest of it? And him who is able to do far more exceedingly beyond anything you can think or ask or dream or imagine. What do you want to see God do with the rest of your life? What do you want to see God do from now on? And it does not, it does not to him, now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all we ask or think according to the power that works within us. The Spirit of God is wanting to absolutely blow our minds, take over, just radically change us. This is not a Sunday morning sermon. This is a plea from the bottom of my heart to every person in this room to just get over, get out of the way, stop thinking that God has to look a certain way and be a certain way. Stop thinking that it's only preacher folks and, and leader folks and hey, well, I'm not church. I'm not a, I'm, I don't do that. If you're a Christian, if you're a Christian, according to the power that's inside of us, there's no carnal Christianity, <laughs> cruise control Christianity clocked out Christianity. That, 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 that don't exist. Now him who is able to do far more exceedingly beyond anything, anything we can think of. Because of the spirit that lives inside of us. Who wants to get in the way of that? Who wants to stop that? Who wants to who wants to put a wall in front of that God? Who wants to put that God in a box? Who wants to take that God and stick him in a cage? And There's no cage big enough. There's no wall big enough. 
I got 10 minutes to go and I can ramble on. But let me say something, big church. If you could have seen into the eyes of those students this past Monday night and Tuesday night and even follow up Wednesday night, when we sat back there in that missions room and we shared the gospel. Yeah, let me be honest. Some were, some were goofing off and some had their back to me. Some were playing. Some were talking to their neighbors. Some were on their phones. Some were doing silly stuff. But the vast majority of them, you could make eye contact with them. They were just like, Look at her. Look at her. I wish you could see her. Listen, baby, I want to talk to you. I'm going to talk to you for eight, nine minutes, and I'm ignoring the rest of them. I'm going to straight on I'm ignoring the rest of them. Do not let God put the, do not let the world put the fire out that God's got in you. Okay? You're going to grow up and meet boys are mean. Okay? Look, boys are mean, and girls in school are just pure hateful. I'm going to be honest, and here's the deal. You're going to find issues, and there's going to be mean people out there, and the devil's going to do everything he can to make you not have joy. He's going to try to rob you of your joy. He's going to lie to you. He's going to sit there and say, hey, there's no way. God can't do that. Or he's going to put you in a system like we have inside of churches all over the place that, look, God's only eight minutes. You know where I get the eight minutes? Because it's time. Time's up. Time's up. Time's up. Don't make somebody mad. They crucified Jesus. They crucified Jesus. Be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. There's one voice. Seek truth, find Jesus. There's one voice you need to listen to more than anything else in your life. And that's the Holy Spirit of God that is inside of you. And let me tell you something. Come here. I done told these. Come here. Sit right here. Right here. This is what the Bible says. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, God wants to absolutely blow your mind. We can think, imagine the biggest something you want to ask for, God can do more. We got God and we are limited. We think God can only go so far. God can do so many things. And here's where the power comes from. According to the power that works within us. When you trust Christ as your Lord and Savior, the Spirit of God indwells you, and you can do all things. Let me show you a verse. Let me show you a verse. You're brand new to this. Let me show you a verse. They've heard this, and they're supposed to know this, but notice... Look at the faces I see. Some of them are asleep. Some of them are bored. Some of them are ticked at me right now because I'm off the chain. Some of them are like, he's calling me out. They didn't, you know, some of these cats didn't even come. Some of them are too busy. Never be too busy for God. Okay? Some of them I just really fired up right then. Some of them are like, no, he didn't. Yeah, he did too because I want to show you something. Let me show you this. Read this out loud. You're right here in this class. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. I can do all things. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's you. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. 
But here's what we do. We say, Lord God, what do you want me to do? Dangerous prayer. Scary prayer, baby. I promise you, the scariest prayer you can ever pray. Lord God, what do you want me to do? I'm listening. Your servant is listening. And when he starts whispering and he starts telling you and he starts opening up doors, then here's the deal. When he starts opening up doors and he starts giving you opportunities, you walk right through. And you just say, Lord, I don't know what I'm doing and I don't have a clue why I'm here, but Lord, you open the door for me and I'm going to trust you completely and I'm going to give you my life for the rest of my life. That's being in the center of God's will every moment. Every moment. We're going to have good days, we're going to have bad days. We're going to have mountains and we're going to have valleys. Boys are going to be mean and girls are going to be meaner. You'll learn that. Probably already know. But don't let, they can be mean. Don't let them rob your joy. Don't let the enemy, now let me say something. I've said boys and girls, but the enemy's not boys or girls. The enemy's the devil. The devil don't like you, baby. The devil don't like you. He, he wants to stop you. He wants to, he wants, he wants to see that family. He wants that family to, he wants this to be a spark. Y'all listen? He wants this to be a spark. Hey, they showed up for a year or two and then boom, they got, they got mad at Casey or got mad at the preacher or don't like the deacons or don't like the music or don't like something and they disappear. How many people disappear out of church because you don't like something? It's ridiculous. You quit because you don't like something. Well, go to the next place and you ain't going to like it there either. When do you stop not liking something when you're blaming the wrong enemy? Enemy is Satan, not people. Enemy is always Satan, not people. It's not boys or girls. It's, it's, it's Satan. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We wrestle against Satan. I don't want you to ever forget. God wants to do something big in you. There ain't no telling what he's going to do. But you know, it's our choice every single day. We wake up, am I going to trust you? Am I going to serve you? Am I going to run full speed after you? Am I going to seek you with all my heart? He promises we can find him if we seek him. Okay? Can I pray for you? Let me pray for you. Father God, I pray for the baby girl right here. Lord, wrap your arms around her. God, do big things in her. Holy Spirit of God, protect her. Put a hedge around her. Put a hedge around her family. Lord, let what she, what she seeks after you for Honor it, Lord. God, bless the work of her hands. Bless the work of her life, Lord. Bless her indeed. God, bless her home. Bless those that she touches, those that she comes in contact with. Father God, we thank you for her and many, many more like her. God in heaven, in Christ's name we pray, amen.